Hey y'all, welcome to A Love Letter to My 30s. I'm your host, Marissa, and in this podcast, I'll be exploring and looking forward to the upcoming decade that is my 30s. In this episode, I'm going to share how I plan the perfect murder, mystery party, and why you should consider throwing your own theme party. I'll share some of the details of the party, including my original expectations, how things turned out, and some tips for hosting. Whether you're looking to celebrate a milestone birthday like I did, or you just want to get creative for your next gathering, I hope this episode inspires you to try something new and kill off those excuses you're telling yourself that are stopping you from shaking things up a bit. So grab a drink, sit back, and enjoy. Colonel Mustard with the dagger in the kitchen, Professor Plum with the candlestick in the study, Mrs. Peacock with the wrench in the hallway. You know I'm talking about Clue. Clue is a famous board game that was introduced in the 1950s by Anthony E. Pratt. Originally, it was just called Murder! This board game was designed by Pratt's wife, Elva, and it gained popularity so much so that over 70 years later, the famous board game has inspired multiple movie and play adaptations which just further perpetuates our love and strange obsession with murder mystery. I thought it might be kind of fun to kick off this episode with a quick 30-second murder mystery. And my daughter loves watching these riddle videos on YouTube on repeat, and normally I'm not a fan, but this time it actually proved to be kind of useful. So, fun fact, my family and I started this tradition where every Saturday we grab coffee and donuts from the local bakery. Well, while we were there this last weekend, I overheard one of the locals say that just last Sunday morning, a woman was found murdered. Now, she lived alone in her house by the suburbs, and it was said that she rarely left her house and only knew a few people, which, if we're being honest, is not uncommon for a Minnesotan in the middle of winter. Anyway, on Friday morning, her mailman called out for the woman, but didn't receive a response, which was unusual. So he peeks in through the window and sees her body he immediately calls the police who investigated the scene. From what I hear, they found Tuesday's newspaper by the body, and also by the door outside, there were three Amazon delivery packages, unopened, with delivery dates suggesting that the body had been there at least three days. Now, what was wild was I overheard them say that the police arrested the killer the very next day. How did they figure it out so quickly? And who could have murdered the poor woman? Take a moment to pause this episode and head over to at my love letter podcast on Instagram to comment your guess. Don't worry, I'll wait. Okay, spoiler alert. Here comes the answer to our 32nd murder mystery. It was the mailman. According to court documents, the police knew it was him right away because the newspapers for Wednesday and Thursday weren't found in or around the house, meaning that he knew no one would be around to read them. He tried to trick the police by calling them himself, but turns out he isn't the best at escaping his inevitable demise. I hope you enjoyed our little mini murder mystery. Next, I want to talk a little bit about why I wanted to host my own murder mystery party. And then I want to have a conversation about what stops us from trying new things. In our 30s, it's all about challenging yourself and trying new things, stepping out of your comfort zone. And so I'll talk a little bit about um, what research shows stops us from trying new things and what you can do to overcome that. So I am someone who very much loves puzzles, brain teasers, like logical 
riddles and all that kind of stuff. Um, And I remember back towards like the middle of the pandemic, a couple friends and I had gotten together and we had done one of those kits for unsolved cases, like cold cases. And it came with these file folders and a map and you had to like solve this cold case. And I think we spent like three or four hours together working on it. And I loved it. I I loved all the little props and like you felt like you were a detective for three hours and it was just a really fun thing to do with my friends. So fast forward a few years later, um, that same friend had gone out to the cities and done one of those murder mystery dinner parties that are put on by like an event company at like a hotel and I just thought it was so cool. They dressed up. It was like 20s theme. I just knew that coordinating a group of people to go down and drive to the cities would be difficult um, because most of my friends have kids. We're all at different stages of our life. Um, My best friend is a flight attendant, so her schedule is crazy. But I knew that I wanted to do something My mom and I were shopping around, um, I think it was like TJ Maxx or something for Christmas, and we came across this box, and it was this black box with this gold like outlining, and it said murder mystery on the train or murder mystery at the theater. And I picked it up and I looked at it. It was a package of two different themed murder mystery games. It was created by Talking Tables. That's the the brand that creates it. And the thing that drew me in was reading the back. It said you could play this up to like six or seven different times with alternate endings. And so I thought it would be really cool to do. um, It was only like, I think like 30 or 40 bucks. So I figured we'd get our money's worth out of being able to do this multiple times. One of the things that I think always stopped me or like I hesitated with putting on like a dinner party or like one of these murder mystery parties is the amount of planning that would have to go into it. Having to research like a menu and think about what to serve everybody and then have to find all of the props for the game and come up with the the script for the characters and the whole murder mystery. And I know that there's a lot of options online for free or for a very low cost that you can get the script for the murder mystery, but I wanted the full experience. I wanted the full like ambiance of the dinner party or the the murder mystery dinner party. I don't know if anyone is familiar um, in our area. We had Chanhassen Dinner Theater and y'all growing up that was like the coolest thing. You would go there and it was very interactive and there was like movies or plays and it was just so cool. And so the thing that I loved most about this talking tables is that when we got home and we started unpacking it, it had everything that you possibly could need to throw a murder mystery dinner party. It had recipe cards, drink cards, props, had invitations, like everything you could possibly need. So I get this box and I'm like, y'all, I'm going to throw the biggest murder mystery dinner party ever. And so my original intentions was that I just, again, I wanted it to be fully immersive. Um, And so I had planned to send out the character cards to everybody. I I told everyone I I want us to dress up. This was themed for like 20s theme. Um, 
So I had this huge idea that it was going to be 20s theme and we were all going to have these big get-ups and you were going to walk into my house and it was just going to immediately transport you back to the 20s at this, you know, grand theater. But it was going to take a while to get to the space where you could be transported into this murder mystery because the box was just sitting on my dresser for months. I just kept thinking like, what if people aren't into it? What if nobody has fun? What if I mess up? And it's natural to be afraid of trying something new. And so what we're going to talk about next can apply to any area of your life. But I want to tell it to you in in the lens of planning a murder mystery party because that's when it kind of clicked for me. Having fear of the unknown or trying something new or challenging is normal. And here are four things that you can do to overcome it. First, start small, right? I wasn't going to go out and plan a 100-person murder mystery party for complete strangers at a hotel, right? I'm starting with my friends and family. There's already a little bit of a safety net there. I think we only had like 10 or 12 people total. So start small. Sometimes starting small can help lead to bigger and greater adventures. I will never forget a coworker of mine had given me a card that said, small shaky steps is still progress. So there's nothing scary about planning a murder mystery party, but it was definitely daunting. Tip number two, acknowledge the fear. I think sometimes telling ourselves that we have nothing to be afraid of only makes us more nervous and more likely to not do the dang thing. Um, Scratch that. My husband said I'm allowed to swear on podcasts. Do the damn thing. Anyway, acknowledge your fear. I had to really acknowledge to myself that I have this fear of what other people think and when I host a party or a get-together, even if it's for myself and my own birthday, I'm worried about if others are having fun and if they're going to enjoy it and if they're going to walk away with good memories. So I really had to just first acknowledge the fact that I had that fear in the first place in order for me to overcome it. Tip number three, do your research beforehand. I am someone who my anxiety comes from not knowing, and there's a lot of things in this world that we can't find the answer to, but for this murder mystery party, I read through the instructions so many times. I read through the resources. I went to TalkingTables.com, and I looked at all of the um, options and instructions that they had on there. And sometimes just reading through things and really preparing yourself ahead of time can help reduce that anxiety and get you to just take that next step into doing it. Tip number four, partner up. You could be introverted and shy or extroverted and independent, but when you have someone to do something with and do that scary thing with, it can really reduce the stress and the anxiety you have over going at it alone. So what that looked like for me and the murder mystery party is instead of throwing this party on my own, I teamed up with my mom and we did a joint murder mystery party and having her there and having her support and kind of ease the burden of doing it alone. 
So if there's something that you want to try or something new that you want to take on and you're afraid of doing it and you have anxiety around it, just know not only is it normal, but it's something that you can overcome. I recommend following those four steps. So start small, acknowledge the fear, do your research, and partner up. I'd love to hear if you're able to take those steps and apply them to something, and if that leads you to being able to try something new and exciting. Let me know. Okay, next I want to dive into what I love so much about the kit that we got from Talking Tables and some tips that I would give to someone looking to throw their own murder mystery party. What I loved about the talking tables box that we bought was it came with absolutely everything that I needed to plan this party. It came with the invitations, character cards. um, It came with recipe cards, drink menus, props, everything. So it took that piece of the stress out of it for me. And then the rest was just fun. I was able to pick characters for my guests and get those sent out. Um, I kept reminding myself that I have everything that I need to put together at least a fun time, right? The dressing up and the decorations and all of that was extra, but we had everything that we needed there. I didn't have to worry about planning events for people because it was all right there in the box. So fast forward to the event. Um, Everyone gets there. They're all dressed up. I mean, my friends, they looked gorgeous all in these like beautiful beaded 20s style gowns, um, feather boas, um, their hair all like put in those little like pin swoops and everything. They just, they looked gorgeous. Um, My mom and I had grabbed a couple decorations from Party City, like gold stars, um, some movie theater decorations, and we decked out the event center at my mom's apartment. And I think all in all, with the purchase of the box kit and then all the decorations and food, we spent like $100 or less. Pretty comparable to like if you were to pay to go to one of these events, but you have more control over the scene and and who comes and and everything like that. So um, I would say price-wise, it's pretty comparable, but I had a lot of fun planning it with my mom and my friends seemed really excited for it. But anyway, they get there. Y'all, it took me, I don't even know how long to realize that the names of the characters were like puns in themselves. So my name as the host was Alex Sighted, like all excited. The punny names, I mean, they were probably my favorite part once I actually caught on to them. But anyway, my, my guests arrived, um... We had a script available for like everything that I was supposed to say as the host. And then the characters were each given like a little bit of a synopsis of like what their temperament is, things they like to do. And then we also had like secret little trait cards of funny things that they would do throughout the game. And I will say that with this specific uh, murder mystery kit, it's going to be as fun as your guests make it. Like if you know that you and your guests are not very into like role playing or anything like that like it's going to be a little awkward because it's very reliant on your guests to role play and like engage in the the weird activities but I think it definitely brought some people out of their shells we had a lot of really funny moments 
that I was able to catch on camera and video, and um, I'll share some of those on our Instagram page for you to watch later as well. But we all had such a really fun time, and I would want to give a couple tips to you if you're looking to plan your murder mystery party, whether it's for a birthday or just a fun get-together. So here's what I got for you. Tip number one, plan around a theme that you're interested in. We did a 20s theme because I've always loved the aesthetic of it and the look of it, Um, but I very quickly realized that I know nothing about the 20s era. My mom and her friends had really great um, like phrases and little like quips to use throughout the role playing. Not to say my mom is not from the 20s. Like, let me not age her that much. <laughs> it's way old. Um, but she just, I think she knew a little bit more about that era, whereas I had no idea, like, I had no idea how to act um, in the 20s era. So pick a theme that you're interested in and that you have knowledge of because it'll really help with the role playing aspect. Oh my gosh, I'm just realizing now that I missed out on the opportunity to throw a 90s themed murder mystery party. Could y'all imagine? Could you just imagine the outfits, the props, the murder? Oh gosh, okay. Someone needs to throw a 90s murder mystery party and then you need to tell me all about it. Moving on. Tip number two. Don't worry about over planning or like over decorating. If you're someone who absolutely loves the fine details and decorating and everything like that, go for it. But y'all, I'm serious when I said like my mom and I grabbed a couple of glittery gold stars from Party City, a few cheesy like backdrops. Um, I think the photo backdrop was my favorite part. But other than that, like I was too busy enjoying the actual like fun of it. To really notice the decorations. So tip number three, invite a diverse group of people. I loved the group that we had. We combined both um, my friends and some of my mom's friends since it was a combined birthday party. Um, and it was so fun seeing her friends interact with everyone. They were some of the most hilarious moments that we had were from my mom's friends, and I think my mom really enjoyed um, and got a big kick out of some of my friends acting. So invite a diverse group of people. This might be a great opportunity for you to um, join two groups of friends that may not have otherwise met, um, and it really makes for some interesting role play. Tip number four, don't mix your alcohol. <laughs> when we started planning this, I think we had over, like, I'm not a big drinker, but I got so lost in these um, recipe cards and drink menus that this kit had. So I was messaging a friend and I was planning like nine different signature cocktails and she had to remind me, she's like, Marissa, you're mixing liquor and these people have to drive home later. (laughs) Um, So we ended up only having one alcoholic beverage, um, a couple lemonades and some ginger ales. But I could definitely see where adding a little liquid encouragement would help with the role-playing aspect. Tip number five, bring a change of clothes. If you are going to go to a costume event, prepare for the unexpected. We decided to go grab dinner afterwards and a friend of mine didn't bring a change of clothes. And it was probably the best thing ever because she is someone that can just 
totally work whatever she's wearing and we ended up at a um brewery wearing this decked out just 20s outfit so she looked gorgeous um i'm sure she turned a few heads and that's my tips for you Overall, I'm so glad that I did it. I can finally cross that off my list of hosting a murder mystery party. Did it go exactly as I anticipated? No, but that's okay because I had a blast. Um, I have some great memories with my friends and my family. And it was just, it, it was so much fun. So if I were to look back at this whole experience, I think the biggest takeaway I got is that just because I turned 30, doesn't mean I no longer have anxiety or fear over doing things that are new. Turning 30 doesn't just automatically turn on this switch of just being able to brave the day and and do all the things that you never did in your 20s, right? But what turning 30 has done is it's made me feel like I can say, I got this. Um, And I think that planning this murder mystery party panicking 20 million times before the actual day and then breathing a sigh of relief and just enjoying the day it just reminded me that friends are going to have fun with you no matter what and some of them might even help you get away with murder hypothetically of course hypothetically get away with murder (laughs) if you want to continue this conversation i'd love for you to join me over on instagram at my love letter podcast. I hope you feel inspired to challenge yourself and try something new. And until next time.